illuminates your style. Hi guys, my name is Michael Elgin V from Modern Day Fitzgerald, and this is the Modern Day Fitzgerald podcast. Uh, once again, we are in a quarantine edition. This is about to be my second month, so I'm stuck in this box right here. So I have nowhere to be. Anyway, uh, I'm here with a good friend of mine, Miss Rhonda Lynn. How are you? Doing good. Hello. I already asked you this before, but how was uh, the last two months, I guess? Well, it's definitely been unusual. Um, I'm very fortunate. I do have an essential job. Um, I have kind of two jobs. I have my day job, and then I work with the foundation as volunteer. So I've still been going to work every day, pretty much. Um, fortunate getting that paycheck. And then the foundation has been super busy. Um, we plan to start a donation drive in April. And when this all happened, we pushed it up and started, I think March 17th, we started getting donations. And then we started the COVID relief fund. And it's just been amazing, the support that has come. And so that's kept me really busy in the evenings. So I am unfortunately not baking or doing all the things. Everybody's <laughs> picking up all these new hobbies and cleaning their house. And I've been keeping pretty busy, but I'm very, I know I'm in a very good position. Yeah. So many would really like to be working and they can't. For the people who do not know, uh, you do work with uh, a foundation called the Midwest Music Foundation. Um, what, is, what is the uh, Midwest Music Foundation? Well, the Midwest Music Foundation was founded um, back in 2008. We did a big fundraiser. Abigail Henderson was a Kansas City musician that was diagnosed with breast cancer and the community does what they do. We had a big benefit for her. We called it Apocalypse Meow because she liked cats and uh -huh. it was kind of a play on, we were Abigail's army fighting cancer, had a very militant theme. Um, so we did this huge benefit for her and her and a group of friends had wanted to do something similar to this. Um, New Orleans and Austin and some of the bigger cities have healthcare uh, nonprofits for their musicians and have that safety net there. Kansas City really didn't have anything and when Abby got sick, that really showed there's a need because a lot of musicians don't have insurance or if they do, they have these huge deductibles they can't pay. There's really no safety net there. So Abby and a group of friends, um, I helped with the first benefit. That's how I got involved. She was a good friend of mine. Um, we did the big first benefit and the Midwest Music Foundation came from that. So one of our main missions is healthcare for musician. Um, we lost Abby in 2013. But Sandra, another volunteer, and I both made her promise to keep it going. So now we have Abby's Fund for Musicians Healthcare. So if a musician has any kind of medical urgent needs, they can apply for a grant. And we help them um, through some financial help, but we also guide them to other resources. We've recently partnered with what we call the Rock Docs, and physicians from KU Med are on our board now. So we do these health clinics. We actually had one scheduled for April that we had to cancel because of the COVID-19. We're hoping we'll be able to have our fall clinic because we have like the mobile mammogram booked for that. Mm -hmm. um, we do custom earplugs for musicians, just other screenings that we feel preventative care is really important too. We don't want you to wait until you are in the hospital. We'd rather, you know, you took care of your health in advance. Um, so that's one of our main missions. As you know, we do Midcoast Takeover. Um, your band's played down there in yes. Austin. Yes. Again, that was canceled. Um, South by got canceled this year. We're an unofficial event, but we had to cancel too, you know, the health implications of going down there. Plus, by the time it came around, everything was closed. Anyway, um, 
but we each year we take a bunch of bands down from the Kansas City Midwest area and we just want to show them off on a national stage down at South by because um, we really feel Abby felt really strongly and we do too that the music here in the Midwest is some of the best in the world but a lot of times it gets overlooked to the LA's and the Nashville's and the big Agreed. cities yeah. so we really kind of have to fight a little harder to get heard um, but I think things are changing and I think you know, different festivals like Middle of the Map and Crossroads. We also help volunteer at some of those, Westport Roots Festival, Boulevardia. Kind of, you know, put Kansas City on the map as a music town. And yeah. We're just there to support the artist in any way we can. Uh, Kansas City is a big music, like, city and, like, it's all local. So it's super cool that, like, it has a ground roots kind of, like, uh, starting and everything, too. Because, um, uh, yeah, like, the fact that, now you're able to like help other musicians and just to help get like healthcare because like you said it's not everyone has the um the funds or like a job where you're able to get like work uh like uh, health benefits so uh, i i want to go back to the healthcare part and everything for you is that like how like what like how does a musician uh, I guess, apply for the grant for, uh, I guess, through the Midwest Music Foundation? Yeah, um, our grant process for Abby's Fund for Musicians Healthcare is, we try to make it really simple. When you're sick, the last thing you want to do is a lot of paperwork, and musicians tend to not like to do a lot of paperwork either. So it's a just really simple online application that musicians can apply for. And um, then that, when I get that, um, I send it off to our board. and. Um, they vote on it by email. I also reach out to the person and I send them, we have links to a lot of other resources, um, kind of consult with them and see what their needs are. And it's a pretty quick process, usually from the minute they apply to the minute I get all the board votes in and cut a check. It could be usually within the same week unless, you know, we need to, you know, look into some documentation and kind of follow up. But um, it's not a lot or, you know, our grants are kind of small but they're, they're quick and they yeah. provide kind of that band-aid while they're applying for government assistance and some of the things that are going to take them a little longer, Medicare, Medicaid, you know, those can take a long time and very complicated processes. And we try, we have some um, different people we consult with, the Rock Docs, um, we have some social workers. I'm really been trying to get um, a medical bill negotiator on our board because that's something people don't know you can negotiate those bills. Yeah. You know, you don't, what they send you, you don't necessarily, you know, you, you can work um, with them and usually set up payment plans. A lot of times the hospitals have financial assistance and they might not advertise it, but if you are proactive, there's a lot of resources out there. You just have to kind of look for them. So we kind of help guide them through that, send them a lot of links. There's some national organizations like Music Cares. Um, sometimes when we max out, they'll help with an additional grant. Um, you know, obviously they're a bigger organization. They have the Grammys behind them. So, so it's not only like, hey, I'm going to go give you money and help pay for your uh, bill, but it's also like, hey, I'm also going to go give you like resources in order to make sure you're taking care of yourself and everything. Exactly, exactly. We really, you know, we don't want to just, because we know what we give is not going to cover these giant medical bills that people get. Um, so we try to do as much as we can. We have a lot of those resources on our website. Um, and so I always send a link to that and I'm just collecting things. Anything I see, I just kind of put it in a spreadsheet and 
send those out as people apply. And I learn of new things every day. We just recently, um, unfortunately this happened right as things went bad. Um, two of our board members, our board attorney and one of the rock docs went to this big health conference in Washington, DC with a lot of the other music cares was there. The Austin Music um, Ham, Health Alliance for Austin Musicians, New Orleans, Seattle, all of these nonprofits for music got together and had this amazing conference. And I know they learned a lot of information. I wasn't able to go personally, but we had all these great ideas we wanted to start implementing for MMF. And then we get hit with COVID-19. Our rock docs are obviously very busy at the hospital. Yeah. Um, we have been doing this COVID-19 relief fund. We've given out over $42,000 since March 19th. I think we started That's giving cool. out grants. Um, and they're just $250. Um, but we've been able to help a lot of people that way. And again, it's a very quick turnaround. I'm shooting for two days from the time they apply to the time I send them that money. And we're doing it all electronic when we can. So. And then again, I've got a huge list of resources for coronavirus that I send them so they can apply for all these other grants. And musicians are now eligible for unemployment where they weren't before, but the process is very complicated. And of course, they're very backlogged because everyone in the U.S. is filing for un unemployment yeah. right now. So Honestly, it's, it's a, I, I really love this, uh, this foundation just because uh, for me, like healthcare to you know, people who are in need is like a big thing, especially in a community setting as well. So it's really cool that you're also bringing a community together. Um, you help promote musicians as well uh, through either Apocalypse Meow over here in Kansas City or even in uh, Midcoast Takeover as well over in um, Austin, Texas. Why do you think it's important to, for uh, I guess, to show up, to showcase musicians, I guess? I mean, music, we always say it's the soundtrack to our lives. Um, I, I don't know who originally said that quote, but um, I've kind of commandeered it. But music's a huge part of all of our lives. We have it at our weddings, our funerals, you know, the good times, the bad times, music's there. And I know personally, I'm not a musician, but it's, you know, it's really helped me through a lot of my life. And I've really enjoyed getting to meet a lot of the musicians and, you know, it's not an easy life, you know, people are like, oh, so fun being in a band. Nope. Well, there is some fun, <laughs> but it's hard work. You don't get paid very much. There's not a safety net there. You know, being a musician does not come with benefits unless you're one of the fortunate, you know, huge stars. But the day-to-day -day average musician, especially in Kansas City, has to work two, three jobs, be in two, three bands just to, you know, pay their rent. And so we just wanted to provide some resources to hopefully make that a little easier. Um, also, you know, Abigail and we both all agree, music should be a full-time, you should be able to make a living being a musician. It's important, you know, it's like any other job, you know, it's critical. Like, I think music's been getting all these online streams. I mean, what else would we be doing right now? No, like, exactly. People are at home and they can't work and they're finding solace in music. And, you know, the arts are very important to our world. Um, but unfortunately, the artists that make them don't always get, um, don't always get the rewards that they should for their work. And so we're doing everything we can to, you know, help out and um, just, you know, really fighting. It always makes me happy when I hear that people have been able to quit that second and third job and just do music full time. But it's, it's a hustle. You got to really 
you can't only just write the songs and play them and be good at them. You got to be a businessman. You got to be a marketing. Yes. Either that or have a team behind you. And 100%. often artists can't afford all that. You got to do social media. You got to do merch. And it's just, it's overwhelming. You can't just write songs and be good at that. You know, that's, you have to do so many other things just to be it's, sustainable. It's super cool. Cause like, because of like, like if you guys like help putting a little showcases here and there, like I've discovered so many musicians or and bands, like when I first became part of the music scene and everything, like uh, I met me like bees, of course I'm friends with not a planet, Nathan Corsi, good brother yeah. of mine. Um, I just like, you know, it's, it's, it, for me anyway, as a musician here, it not only like showcases music, but it also builds a community. Like every time I go to any, like, uh, like any showcase, like I've, it's always like, not only like a party, but it's like a family gathering. It's like, you finally see like some people where it's like, Oh, there's Barry from uh, Noise FM. Like, I miss you. How's everything? Again, like you're, you're just like building much more of a community. And I think, for me anyway, like the re- like the main reason why I do these podcasts is first off to geek out with uh, other human beings like yourself and like talk about things I always want to talk about with them. And second is to help build a community. And like because of this, you guys have made a solid no pun intended foundation for uh for the whole uh music scene itself too so we have people who listen from like not from kansas city also like other states but uh if you're ever in kansas city like i think we have one of the best music communities out there and it's just very close-knit and for me anyway it's not like cutthroat it's actually everyone helping each other to help succeed and everything so um I definitely agree with that and um, we always like to say we don't have a music scene we have a music community and like you said you'll go to a show and you'll see a lot of musicians in the audience supporting each other and oh, i think yeah. that's really great so one of my favorite things of course is uh mid-coast takeover i here's the thing i love the uh, uh that showcase i'm not saying that because i played it I've went to other showcases in Austin as well. Nothing really beats this just because for the people who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, during uh, the times of South by Southwest, uh, there, yes, there's that, uh, the show, there's also that festival, but it's also una, um, unofficial like showcases as well. Uh, and Midcoast is one of them. And it's honestly, it's, I think it's better than actual uh, South by. So that's just my opinion. But um, that said, you guys like have, you put on so many great acts and everything too. Uh, who all is playing in the Midcoast Takeover? Well, um, we didn't have one this year, but we had a lot of great bands. We're going, um, I've kind of forgotten the schedule now. It's been so <laughs> chaotic. Um, but Nathan Corsi, as you mentioned, they were going to play Not a Planet. Um, we also put a few national acts on there just, you know, because a lot of the Kansas City bands may not have that name recognition outside KC. So we throw a few national acts on there. And we've had, these are past years, but we've had Hal Hatanka, we've had Jesse Mallon, we've had the Yoppers, um, a lot of the Bloodshot Records bands play. Just to, that way they'll bring in people and then we hope they stick around for some of our Kansas City bands. 
Um, but yeah, we always try to do a very diverse lineup. We do four days, two stages. We have the big outdoor stage for more of the full bands. And then we have an indoor acoustic stage, which is more intimate. And um, we, you know, we have everything, I always say from country to hip hop. We have a little yeah. bit of everything. We do some of the day parties. We have some sponsors for those like Scene Merch, um, The Record Machine, Tito's. And um, we have a group out of, they're called Eastern Afternoon. It's actually a college in Pennsylvania. And their professor um, used to live in Kansas City, and he used to run a little management group out of Denver. And so he was familiar with our showcase, so he did it as a class project. The students actually booked it, and they did all, they scheduled nice. it. And so it was a really bummer for this year. Um, they, the students, obviously their travel got canceled, then everything got canceled, but you know, they put all this time in, and when they come down to Austin, they actually do that helps with the stage managing and they help with MC, so it's a way for them to learn kind of the music business through this class, and then they sponsor a day party at Midcoast. We also have um, a group out of Lincoln, Nebraska. This was gonna be the second year they hosted a day party, so we get a lot of the Lincoln bands in. Um, so it was really bummer. Everybody put in a lot of work this year. All the bands were excited. And still went, even when South by Canceled, still wanted to go. We thought about it, but it just, you know, being a healthcare organization, we couldn't, go against the city of Austin was declaring a public health emergency. Yeah. We cannot go down there and risk our everybody's safety and their lives in the end are more important than a show. You know, the music's very important, but you can't make music if you aren't around or you're sick. So that's fair. So um, it was a bummer. Hopefully next year everything will be back. But I see um we're also active in Folk Alliance, um, their conference for 2021 was coming back to Kansas City, and we host a private showcase during that. Those have already been canceled. Um, Boulevardia, we run a beer tent at that as a fundraising. That's been canceled. So we're really having, like everyone, to have to really pivot to these online fundraisers. We've been really lucky. A lot of the groups like Victor and Penny, Rex Hobart, um, Kimmy from I, Heart, or I Love Kansas City Music just did a big showcase yesterday, raised over $1,000 for us. So musicians that's the thing i love about kansas city these musicians are helping other musicians so the ones that are in a position to be able to um, give the tips from their show or whatever they're going into this fund and helping those you know that aren't able to work at all right now because some of them you know some of the band members still have day jobs that they're still yeah. able to work but so it's been amazing um we're hoping by the you know the end of the year we'll be able to do live events again but if not we'll just keep with the online and I've been really amazed at the artists, you know, they've been so creative and doing these online concerts and, you know, doing merch and, you know, I, um, a friend of mine, Adam Lee, that used to be here, he's doing a thing where you can kind of name your price and he'll write a song for you. You know, if you pay $5, you're going to get a $5 song. If you pay a hundred dollars, you'll get a hundred dollars song. Yeah. So I actually have him writing a song for me right now and I'm really awesome. excited to hear it. And, you know, with the day job, I'm fortunate enough, I've been able to, do some personal donations aside from helping with the foundation so right. so it's really cool it's really cool too because not only that like the showcases or like uh or even like you helping out like in boulevardio or stuff like that but um to my understanding that's like that's kind of like how you guys get your uh uh your funds uh is through like the showcases and everything too um even like helping out with the beer over in boulevardia to uh, everything else and 
of course, now there is no showcases. There's no concerts. There's no live events at the moment. Uh, so it's so basically, it's really cool to see like everyone like just the community wise just pitching in and um, throwing like you know this like donating as much as they can uh, to to help you guys out. How can a everyday person help support uh, the foundation? Well, um, our website, midwestmusicfoundation.org. Um, we have a Donate Now page, and there's several ways. We've got Venmo, PayPal. Um, so, like, d donations are always welcome. Um, there's also um, some companies offer employee matching. So if you work for a company that has that, we had someone, the Kaufman Foundation, was doing six times employee matching. So someone that worked there donated $125. I got six times that from Kaufman, so $125 donation became like $800. Um, they're, now they're back to one-to-one. -one. That was kind of a little special promotion, but um, there's a lot of things like that out there. Um, we could always need volunteers. Um, most of our volunteers are for events, but we're kind of shifting now, having our volunteers really help us online, because everyone's got however many friends, and if they can just share our post or like them or comment, a lot more people see them and find out about us. So just spreading that word. Um, next weekend, we have Chris Hagarian, who is an amazing supporter yes. of Kansas City, everything Kansas City music. He's got his fingers in, and um, he does so much for Kansas City musicians, him, and a bunch of other people. I don't even know who all's involved, but he put together this two-day benefit called Casey Bands Together. And it's going to be um, a ton of artists, you got Crystal Warren, um, Kevin Morby, some big names. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Victor and Penny, uh, Enrique from Making Movies. I don't have the list in front of me right now, but it's, it, it's, it's an all-star lineup. And they're going to do two days. And he's got some sponsors coming on board with that. Um, Tito's um, has really been good to us. And they've come on board. Boulevard, a lot of the local businesses have come on board, um, help sponsor this. And then we'll also take donations on that too. But, you know, we know not everybody can donate right now. So we just want people to enjoy the music. And if you can't donate, just share it or just watch it and enjoy and just be part of it. So it's been really, it's been amazing. The people, like I say, that have been helping us through these live streams because we could not have done this on our own. Um, it's been, you know, pretty overwhelming. We do have a few grants uh, that are still coming in. So that'll help too. You know, that funding was already secured before this happened. Yeah. So we should be okay through all this. Obviously, we're losing a lot of big events. But, you know, this online fundraising has been, I think we're over 48,000 now. It's just That's awesome. insane. So we do, um, there's any musicians in Kansas City, also music industry personnel. We've helped sound guys because they lost their job too. And they have even less, if you're a musician, you can sell merch or do an online show. If you're a sound guy, there's not as it's many opportunities hard. Yeah. for online um, ways to make income. So we've been helping, especially some of the venues that have helped us, like the Record Bar, um, the Brick, um, Westport Saloon. You know, we really encourage their employees to apply. Um, but we do have funds, and that's all on our website, too. We have a simple little form. So as long as we have the funds, we're going to keep, and there's a need, we're going to keep giving out these grants until everybody's back working yes. back to normal. And it may be a long time on that. So like I said, a lot of the big, I don't think there's going to be any big concerts for a while. I'm definitely going to go ahead and uh, link uh, 
uh, a description down um, down below with okay. the whole website of like how to donate. I know Facebook is also gonna like you're able to donate through there as well. Yeah. The funds not only like to my understanding anyway, like not only goes to like people uh, and people who are in need, but also like for different like things as like you know getting earplugs to mammograms to testings to whatever. So it's just it's really cool that like there is a foundation here in, in Kansas city or in the Midwest particularly is like, who's, you know, needs something like that. And it's able, able to be helped out at everything. Um, I love this community to death and it's just fantastic that, you know, everyone is basically helping each other out through this time. Bef uh, before we end this, I always like to end, something like this on a good note and whatnot uh my question for you is what are you listening to right now oh man well i am kind of a little bit old school i still have cds in my um what are those <laughs> they're these disc things that they used to make now people use them as coasters i believe but um no that's <laughs> so i'm not quite sure what's in there but i know two cow garage is probably in there they're always in constant rotation they're um, they're from Columbus, Ohio, but they played Kansas City. They played Midwest Takeover. They're really good friends of ours. Micah even put Sandra and I in a song. Um, he's got the lyrics Sandra and Rhonda doing Abby's work in Kansas City, I remember um, that, yeah. which was amazing to have your name in a song by one of your favorite songwriters and bands. So I know he's in there. Um, there's this band out of Austin called the White Ghost Shivers that are friends of mine. They used to stay at my house when I lived in Manhattan, Kansas. That's how I met all, like how I met Abby. Um, I had Hotel Rhonda. All the bands that would come through Manahan, Kansas, played Annie Mays, would stay at my house. And so I met Abby and the Gaslights there. And then when I moved up to Kansas City is when she got sick. Um, mm. So I helped with the first benefit. But um, so I met a lot of bands there. But White Ghost Shivers are this fun 20s kind of vaudeville. Um, so I really like them. Um, a lot of the local bands, I usually have... Um, one of the local samplers in there. We put out one for the 10th anniversary of Meow was a couple years ago and we did like a little sampler. So that's got a bunch of KC bands on there. I can get a little snippet of all them. Um, just kind of a mishmash of things. I'm a real big Bloodshot Records fan, which is this, they call it an insurgent country label out of Chicago. Um, so just a little bit of everything. <laughs> Well, Rana, thank you so much. Thank uh, you. <laughs> uh, once again, uh, my name is Mike Elgin V from Honor De Fitzgerald. Uh, make sure to follow us on the Spotify, on the podcast, and also follow us on our music page just to help get rid of the, uh, go against the uh, algorithm with uh, Spotify. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much, and I'll see you later. Yeah.